2: <laughs> Dribble to the left, cross over to the right. Hurricane to the game, many buckets for the night. Matt uh, with the pick and roll, Melissa with the
0: give and go. This Shelly, you, pretty girl, dunk it in the hole. Check the scoreboard, it's what we fall for. Pete the gameplay, you want to encore. Yeah. Over time for another ride. Uh, it's buckets after buckets,
1: baby. You're out of time. It's buckets. What it is, homie, it's buckets. Woo, We get buckets.
0: Yeah, baby. Buckets. I have no
1: shame. I know. That's the problem. You guys are awesome. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Buckets. We got a post-game episode for you guys. Post-game Notre Dame. I am Matt. He is Vish. She is Melissa. We're surprised to see Melissa here. We weren't expecting it. Surprise guests, So we got the full squad today.
0: I also didn't have a chance to watch the game, so I'm not quite <laughs> sure why I'm here. You're here for okay. moral support. I I I had other, um, was it thing, other responsibilities earlier. Obli- other I
2: have o- other other obligations media you were doing
0: other Other, yeah other media obligations um so I'm just gonna base my opinions off the box score and had to quickly do a quick quote it just says I heart Keyshawn's hair um
1: oh you did that quick because you didn't have that up pre I did that I did
0: that during our intro
1: I love it I will
2: (laughs) say you fired that bullet pretty early in the season here what do you mean (laughs) We're only set seven games in. You already you already used it. like that. That you could use in any game. It fell a little, it's a little early. It's a little early to be using the hair.
0: Well, I, I didn't have I didn't have a quote because like I wasn't planning to be on the show. So, um, but just just to start off, the fact that we only scored sixty two points is quite worrisome. Like what Canes Cats Heat is saying. Um, I was following the game while I was filming Locked On Canes, and I was like, "What is going on with our offense?"
1: Yeah, no, I think the thing that stuck out to me, so I I played basketball in the morning, but as soon as the game came on, I I was sitting there with my phone. But the thing that stuck out to me at the start was we didn't come out like a team that just lost by 20 points against Kentucky. Um, We came out very lax, like not aggressive. A lot of their early points were off turnovers. They came out aggressive. Um, I mean, still like this is in general, the defensive rotations, just not where they should be. You know, I realize you know, we're going to give up second chance points and whatnot because we're smaller, but you know, we're just not rotating, you know, at the level we should. And we honestly gave up a lot of open jump shots that they couldn't capitalize or make. Um, And then just moving on, like our, our half court offense at times is just, it's so tough to watch. It's like, there's no dribble drive penetration, which I think is like the biggest thing when you saw Nigel driving in, you saw him playmaking um, or you saw Keyshawn when Keyshawn drove in, made the defense collapse and got Nigel that open three in the corner. Um, There's too many possessions on offense where, you know, feels like we're just, you know, not trying to create for others and whatnot. It's, it's, it's tough to watch.
2: Yeah, and, and i do think you know kane's cats he's making a good point here in terms of just like we didn't really have energy as a team and actually yeah. the jordan Cornette called us out at the beginning and was like they're kind of lackadaisical out there hundred uh, percent, yeah and and there was just a that much of a talent gap that none of it really mattered um is basically what happened in this game because even you know you think 49 points must have played some good defense we did not we kept giving up wide open threes that they kept bricking. I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll I'll switch over there to there. We did that
0: against their, Kentucky.
1: Yeah, except they didn't. I mean, they were. Well, except they're one know. of the best three-point shooting teams in the country. So yeah, yeah, they and they, they, that's they were we lost by what we lost and, by. And like to they were be honest, six, we six of thirty-two from three is what they yeah. shot. Yeah, Vish and I were and talking about this open. pre before you got here, Melissa. Like we won by thirteen, right? So you see thirteen point win in the it box was a lot sport, Closer than but that, yeah, it was a lot closer than that. Yeah, and you know it felt like to vicious point before we were talking you know it felt like um i don't want to put words in your mouth but like you know we were kind of just okay with being you know where we were at we were up by like what like seven nine the end around nine the nine points the entire game um but yeah i wanted to see us reach that second gear uh especially after what happened last game and you know, I think. I mean, Notre Dame is going to be probably the worst team in the ACC. So, yeah, and, yeah. and I, I think the, o- the what, offensive
0: what, rebounding thing is driving me nuts too. Notre Dame had 16 offensive boards.
1: I will say, it's like, like I will say, like, they had. I think we had nine second chance points. They had 11. A lot of the offensive rebounds were because they were missing a ton of shots too. So, like, it, it was reflective yeah. of, like, you know. We're not covering shooters, but then they would miss, and then they would get you know a long offensive rebound or whatever. And yeah, it's uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The other the other wow, thing, Kane's
0: cat's heat was there.
1: Yeah, no,
2: and and he's he's talking about some of the officiating. They they um that was kind of in our favor. Um, they just let a lot of stuff go. Like no one really got in foul trouble. I don't think anyone even got into the bonus in either half. No. So there's, which which obviously you plays can because
0: Norchat had a lot of minutes.
2: Yeah, I know he, he only had I think one foul, um, and and obviously that's a big help for us because uh, we have no depth. Um,
1: yeah, can we talk so, about that a so, little bit?
2: Well, well, the first thing I, the other thing I want to just address on, um, actually going back to the the Notre Dame box court, like a positive in terms of maybe depth as well was, um are nine of twenty two on layups. At least four or five of those were Keyshawn impacting them at the rim and yes. causing misses. Yeah, which was a huge huge help there defensively um on the flip side of that going back to our stats i'm just looking back and forth here we missed five layups at least three of those in fact ex- exactly three of those all of Nwoko's shots were layups and you missed them all
1: <laughs> yeah well a couple <laughs> of those were back to the basket like post-ups which but like- you're right but he's
2: catching it in an offensive position just go up and finish like this is not a hard shot then one of the other layups we missed, I know, was Keyshawn, enough fast break, was out of control and threw it into the underside of the basket instead of passing it for some reason. <laughs> um, and that um, was, that was
0: Sorry, real quick. Were Nwoko's missed layups, like, things that he could have gone up and dunked? Because I know this is something... Well, again, I didn't watch the game. I'm sorry. I one
1: or two of them, it things, was him but... posting up and he, like, did mm-hmm. a little hook. Like, we've like, fro- discussed well, think...
0: this before, Bar. he needs to go up stronger. Uh, and he's not.
1: One of them, he got Jesus. stripped. Like he lost control of the ball, he just straight up got stripped because he put the ball down too low. And then one of them, he could have, yeah, he could have just gone up and finished, and he didn't. Um, But there was there was like two times that he tried to post up back to the basket, and I, I mean, I just don't think he's in a place development wise where he can really do that. And it's a good shot for us.
2: And and, well, but he's catching the, the the issue we have, and this is where it bogs the offense down. Is you know he's being we're not running. Actually, I think the first play we did actually just run a post up for him out of the timeout which i don't know yeah. what we were doing there but other than that it is off of it is off of you know dribble penetration or he's taking so long to gather the ball get set and go up and miss these shots and he just needs to go up and finish because i think that that's part of the problem he's making these more difficult than they need to be like you said he brought that ball down if he just goes up with it, it's an uncontested layup but he brings it down where it gets stripped yeah uh, i i I don't know, Casey. I thought did okay in the first half. He didn't play in the second half. But again, when Norchad's not in foul trouble, this is you're just gonna, you're not going to really take him out that much. So
1: yeah. Um, I mean, I'm kind thought, of at a place where like if Nwoko isn't going to be able to really do anything as the backup big, then Watson and George are kind of just the main guys. Like I'd rather which is, what did, or which is what we did, which is what we, which is what, which is Casey. what we did in this game. Yeah, because like you said, I think, I mean, Watson, I think, is a phenomenal defender off the bench for us. Um, Good on ball and off ball, rarely out of position, has some good length. And then Keyshawn, like you said earlier, literally affected like four to five layups, you know, where they could have like if it was anyone else, it would have been two points automatic. Right. But I mean, he's six, eight, you know, lengthy, definitely, you know, impacted the game defensively.
2: Yeah. I thought, I thought Casey did okay in the first half. He had that one steal and kind of went coast-to-coast coast for a layup, I think. That was the right.
1: best offensive move I've seen him ever have. Right, I mean, but I thought He's he was solid aggressive. defensively. I was kind of surprised
2: that Nwoko got the call again in the second half for those those minutes. I thought they would let K- Casey have another shot in there. I don't, frankly, trust either of those guys right now. <laughs> it, like you said, Keyshawn and, and Watson kind of
1: separated themselves as yeah. Players you can he's have on He's like the
0: offense. The offense opens up when Keyshawn's in the game. Keyshawn is not afraid.
1: <laughs> well, it's like we said. Like I mean, the dribble drive penetration. Keyshawn does a good job of slashing, and he knows that he can pass out of it. I think he would, you know, at the start of the season, definitely tried to force things a little more. But I think he's getting more comfortable. I think we're going to see him on the floor more. And then I mean, Chris Watson too. He had a few impressive moves offensively. Um, he bricked that one three he took. But, um, but he had a little mid-range. But that was a good shot. I mean, that
2: was a good shot, though. The three. He it was
1: made. a good shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely a good Ooh. shot. But like, you can see that they're kind of learning, you know, what they're going to get in this offense, right? And yeah, where un- the unfortunately,
2: they are they are backing up the positions we have depth at. Yeah, <laughs> and and that like, I mean, as much as like, I'd love to get Watson more win- minutes, I'm not taking them from Woga. <laughs> so yeah. it's just like. I mean, I, so it's just kind of like we need we need Casey or or Nwoko to be functional. Yeah, um, and,
0: and let's not forget our next game is against a much better opponent.
2: Yeah. Well, no, our next game is don't we have a midweek? No. Game? Um, is it straight no, to Colorado? Colorado. Yeah, we're playing. No, we're playing LIU on Wednesday. We have a game before oh, Colorado. are we? Colorado's next week. Yeah. Oh. No. I didn't realize there was a game uh, in between. Yep, yeah, we have a midweek game. So. Okay. But the one after, and then that, we're yes. gonna
0: beat Colorado because me and Vish are gonna be there, and we can't have a loss after a four-hour drive.
2: Well, it's the the drive up is fine. It's the drive back after the loss that's a problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we'll have Delhi.
2: That we will. Um, yep. Yeah. yeah, liu. Um, no, but there. No, I think. I think. I think. By the end of the year, you'll realize how bad Notre Dame is. That's why we've really, other than talking about Keyshawn's defense, haven't really talked about anything. No, that Notre well. Dame. In my
1: because opinion, because we is were be
2: the, the last team in the ACC. Like, because we, we we were we were in neutral and and easily won. That's how bad they. are.
0: I got to go back and watch the game. I forgot to hit. I forgot to set my DVR to record it. So like, I don't have like the first four minutes recorded. So I'm going to go back and watch what I can watch, but I saw Norchad hit a three. So that makes me happy.
2: Yeah. And it was good to see Nigel go finally ahead. knocking some shots down a little bit towards the, you know, later. In Nigel, the game after kinda...
1: Yeah. After the dribble, I love like after the dribble handoff, the dribble handoff actions were more aggressive today. Like we were actually fighting to try to get switches. I thought against Kentucky, it was kind of, we're just doing it going through the motions. Um, but after the dribble handoffs, like Nigel would get a screen from Norschad. It happened like two or three possessions, like a high ball screen. And he was able to create for others. Like he had a pass to Norchad, I think, on one of them. And then he hit like a little mid-range. And, you know, that's what I want to see, you know, in this offense. You know, when you're trying to well, – I know we're trying to score quick. But, like, you know, if you can get that, you know, at, at the end of the game when you're trying to close it out, I think it's, it's huge, that two-man game.
2: Yeah, no, and I, I did notice that he and Norchad seemed to be very in sync in this game, um, which I hadn't really seen earlier. Nigel yeah. had kind of shown a little bit more game than last year in terms of getting in the paint and getting his own shot, but he hadn't really played off a of Norchad until yeah. today. It looked like looked like he did more of that. Let me, let me ask a, let me, Go oh, ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, ahead. I
1: love Norchad and he's huge for us, but man, sometimes he makes some really questionable decisions, like really bad decisions with the ball. I think he had, what did he have, like five turnovers today? I mean, there was that when we, that
2: the game was stuck at what? We were up nine for several minutes. I think it was 58 49, where, oh, let him cough. There you go. Yep. You okay. There. Still haven't recovered from from my travels. Um. Are you talking about it on Tuesday? Because we played another game. Yeah. 81.
0: I think Anthony's referring yeah, to Kentucky. Anthony, we're that. discussing the Notre Dame game. That just go to the finished. podcast
2: feed, and there is an episode on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're not. We're not going to revisit that debacle. Um. But I. I. I think our whole team was was throwing the ball away there. We had several turnovers in a row, and it was like. I mean. It was fifty eight forty nine for I, I can look at the exact time, but it felt like several minutes where Notre Dame kept missing layups and wide open threes, and we just turned the ball over. And then finally, Norchad hit that mid range jumper, and that was kind of like, all right, that's it. And then Cleveland had the layup, and that was the last two baskets. But like, I, I don't know what that. It looks like we just didn't have focus. It was like I, honestly, there. Um, and,
0: Honestly, I'm still waiting for us to play a full forty minutes. Like, I don't feel like we've played one complete. Game like even like when we played Kansas State, I felt like in the second half we kind of let up on the gas. Um, same with some other games, like, I don't understand if you're up big, but like, I'm still waiting to see that complete game,
2: yeah. No, and and you know, that'll that'll uh, that'll come. Um, I mean we have not dropped two of three games. We've only lost one. So we only lost, lost one two of the Yeah, so that, that unless we lose to L. Canes today but, had um, 23
0: points in his high school game today. What's up, Canes Today, good stuff.
2: Well, if Nigel could drop 23, that'd be an improvement at this point. He's been struggling a little bit. So, so the question I wanted to ask is we we talked a lot in the summer about the undersized backcourt. It is it's wobbling a little bit, I'll say. Bensley had three points today, struggled big time against Kentucky as well. At what point do you look at mixing that up?
0: Uh I mean, I don't know if Coach L is gonna is gonna waver from what his set starting lineup is, but I I mean would I be surprised if maybe Watson or Keyshawn gets more minutes than Bensley in a game, if he's struggling offensively, because I said it in the off season and I mentioned it like at the beginning of the year, when, when Bensley had these big offensive games, I'm like, okay, that's what we need to see. Like we know he's an elite defender, but if we're going to play the small backcourt, it needs to be productive on the offensive end. And if he's struggling, I mean, you, you can't, as like i know you want to keep your starters out there but if if if, if I mean, someone he else 30, is making those plays
2: he played 32 minutes today he played a bulk of the minutes i just he wasn't very effective and we're it's...
0: not we're not going to win games scoring 60 something points we're not going to do it we are not an elite defending team we're too small like someone said, okay i think it was Kane's cats heat said it like we need to be scoring in like the 90s if we're going to win games, because we're not, we're not, we're not a Katie Meyer team where we can hold where we can hold teams to 40 or 50 points. It's just, it's not going to happen. You got to have players out there that are going to create, that are going to create offensive opportunities to score. That's what it is.
1: Yeah. And I think we're at a disadvantage when Nigel's being picked up the way he's being picked up. Right. And it's hard for him to create for himself. And then you have Bensley who, you know, he's shown flashes that he can create for himself, like in the, games in the Bahamas and whatnot, but he hasn't done it consistently, you know, he's, and he's and, still turning and, it
2: over too much and he's, he's turning it over game, right? too
1: much. Yeah. And then you have someone like, like Wuga's more right now, like off ball going to catch and shoot. Right. I think he's, he's shown like today he had a nice drive using his length and whatnot. And Matthew Cleveland isn't really like a hundred percent comfortable. I feel like, I think he's feel still feeling out his role. He played a really good game um today but when you have that it's I think that's why our half court offense has looked so you know um awkward at times I would say so but I I wonder if we
2: wouldn't be better off with Keyshawn or
1: that's starting I think I think if you go with one of them it would be Keyshawn. Just because you know he can take it off the dribble playmate he can score Three different ways. I'm just talking you know, about from but...
2: I know, I know we're saying Bensley is like his defense has not been that good this year. Um, he's definitely a better defender than Nigel, but obviously Nigel's bringing a lot more offensively. And, and as a team with that undersized backcourt, we're not, like Melissa said, we're not good defensively. Um, and I almost wonder if, you know, Bensley off the bench would also just be another someone that you can trust coming off the bench because we're still sitting there like, Game to game, not knowing my bench players, what version of them is going to show up. Um, yeah. Notre Dame and, shot well, the, 18 of
0: 63 from the field.
2: No, they were they're you terrible. Saying, like, I mean, you're were, watching they, that they game. They were missing
0: wide open shots. This is what happened against Kentucky, except Kentucky made it. Our our yeah. defensive rotations aren't there. And then the fact that we only scored 62, that's a disaster. The, against a better team, we get blown out. I mean, mean, it's it's nice that we can talk about this in a win, but this this no, I I'll I'll, I'll say I'll
2: say this though, like we played the opponent and we played the game the way it was being played. Like there was, yeah, they took a lead early and we flipped the switch, went up by double digits and kind of just sat on the lead. And it is what it is. It was like when Michigan didn't attempt to pass in the second half against Penn State; they didn't have to, and it was kind of had that feel to it, right? Um, the game was never; it was sitting within that seven to 12 point range the entire second half it never felt in doubt though it was just kind of like when's the clock gonna run out um and so i think there's always the caveat there if you're playing the game that's being played right you're not you're not and 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 they were so not good that it takes the air out of you a little bit like you don't have to mentally you know you don't have to compete at that level and it was pretty obvious we were like i said we went a Multiple possessions without, um, without, um, really even getting a shot up because we're just like lazily throwing the ball away. It didn't matter, and we kind of. It was obvious that game was over, and and you know we weren't really there intensity wise either. So it's hard to. But then again, yeah, I just up...
0: I I need to see us play a full forty minutes. Like I want us like I know we have that mid game week, whatever the mid week game, but like when we play Colorado, like. I just want to see us go hard the entire game,
2: but I think we would if we were playing a team that was actually a threat. And I I know that's an excuse, but like, I just didn't ever. I personally did not. When they when they started off and took the lead early, you know, they hit a couple of threes early and then basically didn't make shit the rest of the game. Um, It was like, okay, there might be a game here, and we immediately just like throttled them, and then built a comfortable lead and just saw the game out. And we saw the game out for 30 minutes of court time, which is why it's like we didn't really have it. I, I don't know. When you're playing a team like that, it's as much as we would like to, you know, think, hey, you're a D1 basketball player. You're playing in the ACC. It's an ACC game. You're going to always, you know, be locked in. The reality is when when the game, the game when it was obvious that the opponents overmatched,
0: Bill's I mean, pointing it, it, out the positives of Norchad not being in foul trouble. Kate, I, there, there's such a, a good like. There's like a polarization in the chat where Bill's like, "Don't worry about it, like it's fine," and Kane's cat seats like, "Okay, we need to temper our expectations." We're like, everyone, I think, is still kind of raw coming off the Kentucky game. Um, which is understandable. Did we look good in this game Not necessarily? Did we play down to the competition? Definitely, it was a noon game on a Saturday. Um okay, I just don't think
2: we would have played that way if we were playing a better team. Like we knew who we were
0: you know, we can speculate as much as you want. Um can you All we know comment? is that this team this team picks it up when it comes to March. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't exactly. expect anything less. I think as Matt Cleveland gets more comfortable in the offense, as Navoko gets more experience, Keyshawn gets more experience. I think we only get better. Um, I just, I think we need to fix this whole, like, oh, we're going to win this game. So let's just like put it in neutral and let teams stay in games. Um, but we need to score more than 62 points.
2: I don't think they were really in the game. I, was, just, like, watching. I, was, like, I was never like, oh my god, we're going to lose this. If they had like all of a yeah. sudden made a couple of shots and we were like, oh, what the hell, we're up three or something, but they never did. And, it was... and the, the few times they did get down to seven, we pretty much scored on the next possession every time. It was just kind of sitting in that range. Which comment were you talking about, Matt?
1: Uh, what Kane's Cats, he said about, uh, I'd rather struggle now than in March. But Melissa kind of touched base on it. It's true.
2: I don't really think we're struggling, though. We lost a game. We won a conference game by 13 points. The spread was 15. It wasn't, but we, again, I, I think we expect, and well, we expect like great all the time. It's just not realistic. And you win a conference game by 13 points, that's fine.
1: Yeah, but I would expect, I expected a different mentality coming off that Kentucky game. Like if we were just looking at this game individually, right? I think th- there's a difference with that. I, I don't know. We'll see you next weekend.
2: I think I think Long we season. just
0: I think we need to put a couple of wins together to kind of get that bad taste out of our mouth from the Kentucky game, and so the fact that we were a little lackadaisical in this game I think has has some fans worried. Um, I I, see, I, just, is, I need us to beat be Colorado to to in, a, in a nice fashion to kind of get, like, the the hype back up. You know what I mean? Going into ACC play.
2: Well, I mean, it could be the other way around, too, though, right? Because it could be that, you know, you're still hungover from getting throttled on Tuesday.
0: Yeah. But, like, I think just to get the confidence back up there, let's put a few wins together. We should have an easy game Wednesday. Colorado is a good team. So a, a win versus them in a neutral type it will be nice. And then you start to head into ACC play. And listen – Duke isn't, isn't all untouchable. Like people thought, I mean, they lost to Arkansas. So we had a much tougher matchup in the ACC, SEC challenge. So, you know, at the end of the day, our conference games are the most important. So we need to brush off this Kentucky thing. Hopefully, you know, we can kick their butt in the tournament, you know, and win a natty. Uh, But just let's keep putting wins together. It, it kind of re- the season kind of resets when you start ACC play. So let's get these two wins and then get into ACC, ACC play and, and, and you know, win the season. Purdue lost to Northwestern. Purdue's always overhyped. Like, it's because they have a seven foot four guy.
1: Northwestern is really good, though. But boy, I don't care boy, play, dude, like, he's Purdue, a baller. Purdue
0: lost to a 16 seed last year. Don't talk to me about Purdue. <laughs> it wouldn't be Miami if we didn't have games like these. <laughs> but I guess With my point the is also. game happy. last oh. year. <laughs>
2: All, all teams, <laughs> but all teams have, have games like this, so, I mean, and we won by 13, yeah. again, I cannot stress enough. We won comfortably. Yeah. And,
0: and, um, and I said it before, at least we're talking about this, but we have the win. It's a lot harder if we're discussing how bad we played and it was a loss. So.
2: But, I mean, the game wasn't really even competitive. We just, like, rolled the ball out there and won. So that's why we're a little upset that we didn't, like, execute at a higher level, but it wasn't. It's was a 13-point yeah. win. Like, it wasn't. Like the FIU game was much worse than this. We had to hit big shots at the end of that game to win it. Like that was that was a much worse performance than the one we just saw here. So yeah, and I don't know that. I I need us. I need us uh, to be honest. What?
0: What kind of keeping? What's kind of keeping my like hype up is how well we played against um, Georgia and Kansas State. Like. Cause, like if our only big like our only big time team that we played was Kentucky and that was and then we just played cupcakes and like I, I'd be a little worried but we, we showed out against Georgia and Kansas State. So that yeah. that helps that helps a little bit. But They're power yeah, conference I am a teams, little but concerned. we'll
1: see at the end of the season how good of wins those are too.
0: Yeah. I mean I'm not
1: really worried about anything with this team right now to be honest. Yeah. We're going I'm to be just there I'm March just thinking in see... terms of a seed because if you have a higher seed, it helps you. Like obviously, we talk about it all yeah. the time. Matchups matter, but you know, if we beat Colorado, it'll help. You know,
2: yeah. But ultimately, what we do in ACC play will dictate a lot of that. I think we have cred now too, which will help because as yeah. much as they say it doesn't matter.
1: Well, I think the elite eight run matters. is the reason. I mean, we got we were five seed last season, right? Mm-hmm. We were a five seed winning the ACC. I feel like if we win the ACC again this year, we'll be the top three seed for sure. Our
0: seeding got screwed but, last year because Norchad got hurt in the ACC tournament and we lost to Duke, and that that. A lot of the up.
1: bracketologists had us as a, as a lower seed though too. So right, so, but I but I and I and I, I, think I feel like it was because of the prior tournament success, right? So that's what I'm saying. We'll probably get boosted What's up, this
0: Jackson? Season too. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah no I mean if we if we do well in the ACC then then we'll be we we'll get seated high this year cuz we're getting mentioned it's like all this bullshit that shouldn't matter matters like we're ranked at the top 10 i know we're going to fall out of it after tuesday but if we do well in the ACC we're going to end up in the top 10 cuz we started high last year we didn't mm-hmm. even like start the season ranked and we had to like fight our way up into the rankings and well, that shouldn't matter I mean, for the community. Absolutely matters. I need to see matters. the women.
0: I need to see the women in the rankings on in this next. I mean, they'll release, be ranked. They'll be ranked. They better be. be show show some love, man. Coach Myers' yeah. team is is balling right now. So.
2: Yep, and but, um, to San Antonio in a couple of weeks for another big one. Playing tomorrow though um, against NJIT at home.
0: Yep, oh, I wanted NJIT. to go to that game, but I have to work.
2: Yeah the the men also played NJIT randomly
0: let's go through. this is a hurricanes this basketball a hurricane. show
1: yeah
0: um but yeah um, go heat
1: i have this yeah, shirt I'm on not, but i'm, I'm not, not even I'm... a
0: heat fan
2: <laughs> i am not commenting on any of that um
1: all right so just shut up up here can, look can at... i just say can i just give a quick shout here. out shout, shout out to jaime jaquez man yes been <laughs> it i try to tell y'all Put some respect the on stu- Jaime Hawkins' is name. Stu- stupid California, California boy. Concerns. I told you. I told you.
0: Gotta love so, Jaime. Um, JJ Triple J. Anywhere.
2: Yeah, just to uh okay, whatever. Um,
0: <laughs>
2: um, just to uh wrap up here in terms of upcoming schedules for the men and the women, the men, as we mentioned, LIU on Wednesday then Colorado next Sunday in New York and then LaSalle, Stonehill and North Ford at home before conference play starts with Clemson in January. On January 3rd, so.
0: And Clemson is, is looking is... pretty legit.
2: Clemson's at home and then at Wake Forest is a game that I'm going to actually be at, but um apparently. For posting, the women, uh, in um, LAU
1: or what? what is that
2: Wednesday? Yeah. I can do Wednesday. Yeah, we'll do it, but so hold on. on go with the women. I'm, I'm going to go over the. Well, who knows? Melissa might just show up again. Um, no, let's, I actually, uh, work on Wednesday. Your phone can connect. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, Sunday, obviously, said the women play NJIT. Then DePaul next Friday. It's a weird. I'm never get on a Friday, but um, that one DePaul did blow out the women last year, so uh, little payback there. Yeah, and but we're better that, this year, it, so. We're better and their best players actually, frankly, LSU's best players so far this year. From last year that Andy Samoro she transferred from the ball she list up last year. Oh. Then after that's eight days off before playing Baylor in San Antonio. And then actually on New Year's Eve, the stretch. women do have do have a conference game at home on New Year's Eve uh, against Louisville. So that's what's Louisville coming up for the women. They do have a couple team. of games in the middle there. Louisville's a very good team. So yeah, the women have an opportunity yeah. to really I mean, we've been talking about you know, hosting, you win some of these games, you you put yourself in play. They did that this week. I keep doing that.
0: So um, anything to add before we get out of here? I got to go, but. (laughs) I think we're good.
2: I mean, you're you're the one who who concludes our show, so it's all on you.
0: Oh, I wanted to make sure before I just throw out, you know, the usual goodbye, just making sure there was nothing else to add.
2: You, you can song. cue right. the ending if you want.
0: Thank you. Uh, thanks for watching, guys. Another Canes dub. Make sure you guys uh, check out the women tomorrow. Thanks to everyone in the chat. And uh, cue the socks outro. Don't cry. Keep it chill. Wear good socks.